show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. Hi, I'm Martha Reddick, and I'm the host of the podcast Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. Each week on Chronicles of Nannia, I'm joined by a guest to discuss topics related to nannying. From how to build the perfect fort to how to legally pay your taxes, we cover it all. If you've ever accidentally told your friend, I need to potty, this podcast is for you. See you on the playground. My name is Danny Schill. And I'm Dan Muller. And we host the podcast We Book Celebrities. We book all kinds of celebrities, even though we're not that great at it. But we've had some success. Glenn Danzig, for instance. Yeah, you guys know. We've also had DJ Khaled. You can see the blessings in my house, my family, my musical garden, and Florida. Oh, wow. That's the end of the expert. Tanya Harding. Steven Seagal. And Meatloaf. Dick Cheney always says, one of my best friends. You and Dick, huh? Oh, yeah. I was there when he shot that guy in the face. I had to run off because I had priors. But Yeah. So please listen to We Book Celebrities on the Machine Culture Net- Network. <laughs> Previet, comrades. This is Impress Me With Music, the show where every week we create a new playlist that you can use to impress friends, enchant lovers, intimidate enemies, and just flat out enjoy yourself. Every week, my co-host, cohabitator, and long-suffering beard, Mary Novohovsky, and I carefully pick out each song for you and put them on a playlist. You can find our playlist embedded into the episode description. To get the playlist early, follow us on Spotify in the link and rate and review our podcast on iTunes. This week's theme is a little bit of night music. And the first song is Ready for the Floor by Hot Chip. What's up? This is Impress Me With Music. I'm Dave. And I'm Mary. Hey, what's up, Mary? Hey, what's up, Dave? How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, you know, just relaxing. We're back in Chicago, you know. Yeah, we're out of that Miami sun. <laughs> well, that was my first track that we kicked off the episode with. That's Ready For The Floor by the always loved indie rock band Hot Chip. I don't know anything about this band. You know what? I'm the I'm the feeling I'm the heart and you're the brains. 
And all I know is that uh, I love to I love to jam with this to that song. So today's theme is night music. Night music. Music for the night. I guess you could take that a bunch of different ways. Some start off with a little bit of a dance song. Yeah. What do you? What do you, when I you know said night music? We should make a night music playlist. What does that mean to you? Like night music. Night music is you know it's a little bit deeper. It's a little bit darker. It's a little bit bassier. Um, it's all about like how they're either going out or winding down. And sometimes I think you can have songs that sort of overlap in that category. And I think we'll definitely hear that a little bit later in this playlist. Mm. Sorry, I'm eating while we're doing this. Yeah, yeah, we're, uh, I burnt some pizza. You know, nothing like a good crispy saw. Yeah, people love these domestic follies, you know. <laughs> oh no, the pizza's burnt. Uh, yep. Roundy's Pizza. We're now sponsored by Roundy's Pizza. That's not true. We don't say Roundy's. They're called they're called non-Asian Americans. We don't call them Roundy's. Oh boy. Uh, I have to cut that one out. <laughs> um, we don't edit anything on this podcast. Um, okay, so Hot Chip. They're like some sort of British hipster band. Uh, keyboard driven. Does all the music kind of sound like that? Yeah, it's keyboard driven. It's got that like electro pop vibe. And it's great. It's great for it's great for kind of moving and shaking a little bit. And that that's a great song. Like ready for the floor. You're on the dance floor. It's Friday night. You see that girl or that guy across the room. You lock eyes and you shimmy on over to this track. What if it's not a girl or a guy? What if it's like a fairy king? Mm. You see a fairy king. You see a wonder king. You see an other king. You do what you gotta do. However you identify, that's you. We are open-minded, progressive liberals on this podcast. Oh yeah, that's very true. We should probably hit that next song before we go too deep. <laughs> All right, so this uh, it's you, Dave. Is me. Um, the don't don't say it. I'm not gonna it. say it. I'm saying the theme of what I'm doing with my songs is gonna be 1999. Explosive, West Coast shit. My nigga wishes plays a track. Girls that used to turn they back, causing me to yank their arm and pose like I would do them all. Now I'm saying thank you because they tell me my shit's the bomb. Explosive. But my niggas drinking cognac, smoking weed, always fat, more than one, firearm, chrome rims, rhino, chronic in your system, let me know, my sister bomb, explosive. West Coast shit, nigga, overdosage, imperial pistols, ferocious, fuck a bitch, don't tease, bitch, strip tease, bitch, eat a bowl of these, bitch, gobble a dick, host forgot to eat a dick and shut the fuck up, gargle and swallow a nut up, shut up and get my cash, backhanded, pimp slap backwards and left stranded, just pop your collar, pimp convention, hoes for a dollar, six deuce in a plush, six deuce in pala, pimping hoes from Texas to Guatemala, bitch niggas pay for hoes, just to lay with hoes, relax one night, Okay, so that song was called Explosive, spelled X-X-P-L-O-S-I-V. That is off of... Oh, don't look at that. That is off of the Chronic 2001. Uh, that's Dr. Dre's album that came out in 1999, but he called it 2001. The sequel to the Chronic. Um, it uh, basically is the only song on the album that has no Dr. Dre. That's like the, kind of the important thing about it. He just produced it. Um, Nate Dogg is on it. Uh, Corrupt is on it. Someone named Hitman. Someone named 6-2. It's a classic sort of West Coast misogynistic nighttime pimping and hoeing rap music song. I love it. I love the track. I think the beat's super tight. I love that Corrupt is spelled K-U-R-U-P-T, like some weird Russian rap star, if I'd only seen the spelling of it. Corrupt! <laughs> Corrupt! 
Um, but I am really curious to understand why your interpretation of night music is the year 1999. Um, I mean, you know, it's like when... 1999 was happening, it was like a very formative year for me, and I think night music, night moves, Bob Seger, made okay. it funny how the night moves. Ah. No, but it's just, look, this is just one that has been around for like a really long time for me, and, and I think, when I think night music, I think going out, I think maybe you're, you know, you're in the bathroom, you're looking in the mirror, you may be breaking up some pills on the table, I don't know, I'm just kidding, but, um, That's old Dave. Old Dave. New Dave would never do that. New Dave wouldn't do that. New Dave would be sipping an espresso. New Dave would be sipping an espresso and be like, I can't find my vape! Where's my vape? That's New Dave. Yeah, I lose my vape a lot. Yeah, big vapor. Yeah. I mean, I've been vape-free for five months. Yeah, more on that in another episode. <laughs> Alright, yeah, I love this track. Um, you know, can't stand by all its misogyny, but, you know, it's yeah, I played uh, that other that song for you uh, uh, earlier. Uh, Ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. The Snoop Dogg song, which also has Nate Dogg on it, which is arguably slightly more misogynistic. Yeah, you know, sometimes I'm just jamming. I ain't listening to the lyrics. I'm just feeling the vibe. All right, so the next one's yours. Are you ready? The next one is mine. Speaking of vibes. Sleep at the wheel and crash into a Puerto Rican kid who's up way too late. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, I got very specific. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're still fighting that in court, Mary. Don't worry. I don't think. Actually, I don't think we're allowed to talk about it. Anyways, Donnie Trumpet and the Social Experiment. So, for people that don't know how to download mixtapes, this is a lot of people's first exposure to Chance the Rapper was Donnie Trumpet and the Social Experiment because of that song Sunday Candy, which was a huge song. Yeah. Um, Donnie Trumpet. Great song, uh, by the way. Donnie Trumpet doesn't call himself Donnie Trumpet anymore. He goes by his uh, birth name, uh, Nico Seagal. Ooh, uh, and tell them why that is. It's fun. It's political. Oh, yeah. So, because, like, prior to the last election, Donald Trump was a revered figure in the hip-hop community. I mean, you, there are countless examples of, I'm the black Donald Trump. I'm the Donald Trump of this shit. Uh, take over the world on some Donald Trump shit. I mean, there's so many references to it. And Donnie Trumpet was because he plays trumpet. So like Donald Trump, Donnie Trumpet. That was kind of the idea. Right. Can you believe we used to live in an era where he was just an obnoxious schmuck on TV, but he could almost pass him off as lovable? Yeah. Well, and, and he was like, you know, he's an he was an arrogant businessman. So for from a rap perspective, 
It's like, yeah, I'm an alpha male. I'm going to take, you know, that's how rap is. You say, I'm this guy. You take on some characteristics of him, you know? Right. You know, and it was good enough that uh, a lot of rappers, you know, tied themselves to Donald Trump for whatever reason. He was kind of a status symbol, you know? Um, Donnie Trump, and I was going to say, he was in a band with Vic Mensa called Kids These Days. Uh, similar kind of thing. They, they, I highly recommend listening to Kids These Days. Um, and I highly recommend listening to Pass the Vibe from start to finish. You're going to love it. It's a, Yeah, it's a great night summer jam. Again, turn it on in the car. Turn it on when you're ready to lose somebody. By the way, if you haven't noted by now on episode two, uh, no matter what we call the playlist, the secondary sort of purpose of every playlist we create is pretty much something to make love to. Yeah. Sweet, sweet sex too. Look, let's be honest with yourself, okay? When you're trying to fuck, you're not going through the playlist the way you normally would. Now, you can be so crass as to have a sex playlist on I your Spotify. So crass, which, which we do. Which we do, which I had to change the name of mine because my students found it. Um, but you can do that, or you can go to Impress Me With Music on Spotify Play any one of our playlists. Any one of our playlists. They're all for fucking. All of them. Every single one. And we are so class, crass, class? We're not classy. We're crassy. Crassy. Enough. We're crassy. We're crassy enough to eat pizza while we're doing this. So while I take another bite of this burnt, burnt pizza supreme, I'm going to let Dave put on uh, third track of the eve. song uh, ever made. I even have that in my notes here. It's the sexiest song ever. Um, I would put that on any playlist you're trying to, you're trying to, you know, get down to business. We gotta maybe deviate from that sub-theme a little bit. The sex one? Yeah, nah. That's right. We're, we've got, we've got some, you know, we've got rage ones. That's also just for hard, hardcore sex. Hardcore sex. Consensual hardcore sex. Consensual hardcore sex. Remember, we are super into consent here and impress me with music. If you think if you ask about what our top three things are, number one is consent. Mm-hmm. Number two, reparations. Number two is reparations we stand for beside beneath. Beneath. Uh, I hate it. I'm really not riffing good today. And number three, what's our number three thing? Uh, our number three thing is actually just a trio of things that goes together. So I sort of shove three things in there. It's no spaces, pussy money weed. Oh, pussy money weed. Yeah. Uh, and then our honorary number four is Gucci. Hell yeah. <laughs> High five. Gucci's tight. Um, let's go back to the song. So, okay, so Handsome Boy Modeling School, um, not a lot of people know who they are. What they are is they're a super group formed between two DJs DJ? in 1999. Um, the two DJs are Dan the Automator. Dan the Automator, he's, um, he's a influential San Francisco uh DJ, uh, 
and Prince Paul, um, who you'll know from De La Soul. Oh, uh, Dan the Automator later in life produced the first Gorillaz album, which in, I think is the thing he's done, of, uh, like the greatest thing that he's done. But he was known long before that. So they put together this super group and they had all these different artists appear on the two albums they made. I believe this is the first one. It's called White People. Uh, Dan the Automator is Asian and in you know, uh, in the cover, he's got a big goofy uh, mustache on. I maybe cut that part. Uh, nah, nah, we don't, we don't cut anything. We don't cut. We don't cut. I, I mean, we he, don't cut. The, and Prince Paul is black, so they're they're white people basically. And there's a lot of white people features like Cat Power, who I think, based on this, would go great on a hip hop song. And I don't really like Cat Power that much. I find her to be kind of a a breathy. Once I wanted to be the greatest. Yeah, it's like, dude, you gotta actually sing, you know? You can't just like. She's just a lady with a hot voice. Yeah, she's got a hot voice, and like, she's kind of hot, but she's got three names, and that kind of irritates me about her. She's like, Cat Power is the name of the band, which is made up of one person, me, Chan Marshall. By the way, real name, not Chan Marshall. Huh, don't know why she went with Chan Marshall. Yeah. Feel some appropriation going on there. Yeah. And I wonder what Dan the Automator has to say about that. Alright, so Mary, you got another night night music song for us? He was a little bit of, he was in a lot of people consider him to be the first MC. Do you know what I mean? Right. Before the job before rapper, the anyone ever thought about being a rapper, before that there was the idea of being an MC. And a lot of those people borrowed that from Jill Scott Heron. Oh yeah. I mean, he, you know, everybody probably knows the revolution will not be televised. Right. right? There's so many riffs on that and memes and that's just become a mind of its own simply. But this is pretty amazing because this was his first release of original material after 16 years where he was just dealing with personal and legal troubles and drug addiction. 
and this is like a crazy hodgepodge of like spoken word mixed with like post-industrial blues is basically what they call it and this whole album is just him you know reciting poetry and singing and rapping over these crazy like industrial tracks so what i will say this is a cover real quick this is a cover right. robert johnson song um you know one of the most famous bluesmen of all time um what i will say though um, about Jill Scott Heron's legal trouble and his drug addiction is that, you know, in the book uh, I was reading, Carl Hart, um, what is it called, High Price? I think it's called High Price. Um, he talks about Jill Scott Heron as like a major influence on him. Jill Scott Heron, he had his feet held to the fire for drug charges. He was like a celebrity that did not get away with his drug. It's not like Robert Downey Jr. where he just got a slap on the wrist every time, maybe did like a couple of months inside. Jill Scott Heron did time. Okay, and I mean, you, you know, I mean, it's hard to not think that, you know, his race played a role in that. Oh, for sure. And there's really nothing kind of more fitting. And this is his final album, his 13th album. Third to last album. This one? This is his third to last album. He still has two more albums. Well, th this was his final release album, according to what I read. Okay, well, it's either his last album or close to his last album. Okay, well, Dave and I will debate that later. But... What, no matter what you think, the reason I really chose this for the night music theme is that what is more classic in literature and in stories than, you know, meeting the devil at night. This is a me and the devil track, and nighttime is kind of the devil's hour, I guess. Yeah. And of all the hardships he's been through and everything, this is sort of like the perfect sort of encapsulation of a poetic ode to night music. This is really why I picked this track. Well, I don't care uh, what you've been through. It's the devil and I. So uh, get that right. All right, Dave. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, it's my turn. All right, I, I, I love you, though, so. Of course. I'm going to say that on air. Yeah, oh, you're committing on air? I'm, I'm committing on air. Just say it back. Of course I love you. you. Of course I love you. All right. All right. Design. Here, here, here. Next, next track, maybe. Material things never seem to hold you back. They just seem to hold you back. Produced by Justice League. Uh, Justice League is, uh, I think two producers out of Atlanta, I think. Um, or Tampa, I can't remember. Anyways, Kevin Gates, kind of like how you feel about Jill Scott Heron. I feel Kevin Gates, he's a tragic figure. And this is a tragic night song, okay? This is about, this is, this is a night song for Kokex, okay? Because this song is about, he stayed out too late, he's out there, he's getting into some, you know, crime and, you know, some bullshit and... And he's like, he's like, he's almost like he's talking to like his girlfriend or whatever. And he's saying like, hey, you know, I'm, I gotta stay out all night. I'm sorry. 
uh, don't think that I'm out here having fun because, you know, he talks about, like, robbing a store and, you know, like, leaving no witnesses. I have fought you on Kevin Gates because I have found some of his tracks absolutely ridiculous. Which ones are ridiculous in your mind? Um, the abusive ex-girlfriend track. Oh, yeah, that one's that hard. One? That's that hard. One? Supposed to be in love? That one's supposed, hard to stomach. Supposed to be in love. Right. So the lyric, like, when you look up Kevin Gates' lyrics, almost every song gets a little hard to stomach. But I have to give him, I have to give him cred for honesty. I mean, he's... Like, a lot of rappers are going out there and they're creating these fantastical stories of being so great and amazing. And Kevin Gates is just constantly wearing his heart on his sleeve, for better or for worse, and usually it really makes him look worse. Yeah, usually it does. You know, he's, he's, he's barely trying to get straight cred out of it. And I don't, I don't love the track. I think the beat's a little contrived. No, I love the beat. And, and Kevin Gates, when he recorded this, right, he loved the beat so much. He didn't wait to put this on an album. And Justice League, they're named producers. Do you know what I mean? This right. should have gone on, on uh, Isa or on one of his uh, mixtapes. And he just fucking tweeted it out as soon as he, he made it. I think this is a great beat. It's fucking, it's catchy. It is catchy. I, I gotta give it that. I don't know. I always, I, I've still, I got a weird cross to bear with him for some reason. I think it's... What, because he wrote a song about stalking his ex-girlfriend? Maybe that's it. Maybe I, I, I can't... Because he admitted to fucking his cousin? I can't, I can't quite forgive him for all of his... For, you know what? And we're all sinners here. And I guess we're, we've gotten to the portion like this, like these two kind of middle tracks. This is like... This is Night Sin. This is the... Yeah, Night Sin. The Tenderloin of the Night place. Yeah, yeah. This is the Tenderloin. Yeah. I like that. I like it went from like vibing, fucking. Now we're like in... We're in deep. Yeah. And we're gonna kind of go. My my next track is also gonna kind of be a Tenderloin track. All right, I'm excited to hear what it is. Are you ready? I love this 
this deep, dark hip-hop. This is one of my favorite things that's kind of come out of the last couple of years. It's, again, sort of got this industrial, uh, industrial kind of, like, gothic quality. Yeah. And I really, really like that, because I used to love gothic music for a long time. That's really 80s shit. Sure. But this really brings a whole level of depth to that style. And... It's just deeper and the bass is pounding and you can, this is one of the tracks I was talking about early, like I think you can party to this track, but you can also wind down to it. Yeah, if you're on, this is the type of track where if you're like on the theme, it would, it would sound like, oh, this sounds kind of upbeat because right. moving so slowly. But the whole, even the, the lyrics are super, super clever. So pretty girls put boys in cemeteries, I got, I got killers with me. Yeah. Um, so... Sean Leon is, or Leon, however you say his name, he's from Scarborough, which is uh, a borough in Toronto, uh, which Scarborough, is... Scarborough, the borough. Scarborough, you get it. That's where uh, The weekend is from, he's from the same neighborhood as The weekend. Um, I think that Toronto is starting to establish itself a little bit more as uh, a hip-hop scene, like, uh, kind of like L.A. or Atlanta... You know, kind of Chicago, you know, kind of. Sure, the production coming out of there is really interesting. And it's all kind of of this variety. Like, what was, um, what's the name of, uh, who, the jazz, the guy playing here? Mick Jenkins. The Mick Jenkins album. What's that album called? Not Drowning. What, the album, his first major Water. Album. Water. Okay, so, uh, it's not called that, but whatever. Um, it's that, it's that, uh, Party Next Door or whatever, like that kind of, uh, production style, slow. You know, pitch shifting. Um, it sounds a little ASAP rocky because of the the low pitch. It's called the waters. No, that's the mixtape. Um, so, uh, as I was saying, um, <laughs> this when it comes to music like this, right? This kind of horrorcore. It's hard to get it right. Okay, it's very easy to fuck up horrorcore. Like you, you know, talking about like '80s goth music. It's very easy. To just be like Iron Maiden, which like look, that's so fucking stupid. You got a cartoon uh, zombie in a, and you dress him up like a he's in the army. It's the stupidest fucking thing ever. ICP, just, they got it wrong. That's just bad rock. Sure, and I mean a lot of the times horror elements are added into something because the people that are doing it are bad and they're hacks and they're terrible. Basically anything, whether it's a professional wrestler or a burger restaurant in Chicago, if you're adding in elements of horror. You are a hack. I'm sorry, okay? All right. Thanks. But Sean Leon does it right. He does it right. Okay. Three, three Six Mafia does it right, okay? They do. Yeah. They, they really do. And this is this is the beat is is on point. The lyrics are on point, And you won't stop singing this chorus once you listen to this track. It's absolutely an awesome night song. And, uh, you know, cruise around the cemetery with a pretty girl. Oh, I used to go to cemeteries when I was a kid. We used to go hang out in cemeteries. You ever do that? No, because I'm... I wasn't a weirdo. I was just a. I was hanging out with my juggalo friends. You can't smoke a joint in your fucking driveway. All right, I digress. You were a weirdo. All right, that's fair. Okay, Dave, you got another track for me? Yeah, I'm gonna hit it a little bit more mainstream with this next one.
Sky, which is uh, by Sean Lee's Ping Pong Orchestra and Nino Moschella. Um, Mary, you ever heard of either of or any of this before these artists? No, but I've heard this song a dozen times. Yeah, I mean, it's everywhere. I mean, this song is, I think this came out in 2008. It hasn't been around for that long, but it's been in, like, every fucking TV show. Um, I know it was played one time eastbound and down when the credits were rolling. I want to say it was the end of season two, but I could be wrong about that. Um, it's such a underappreciated song. It's such a dope... Come on, like, that's like a, there's like a fucking glockenspiel or something in that. It's a great song. It's kind of along the lines of... Some songs that I think are, are going to be long-time hitters that we don't really appreciate that much. Like, uh, it's, it's an, I know it's not Mike Snow, but it's got a kind of like Mike Snow longevity to it. Like sure. Animal or a Chet Faker. Yeah. Kind of feel. It's got sort of like a Chet Faker voice going on. But there's a sort of, it, I mean, it's a really great pop soul song. Yeah. It's a perfect pop song. It's a perfect pop song. I mean, it's about dying, right? And... Kiss the sky. I mean, you know, it, it, it's kind of like uh, it's supposed to be like a metaphor for dying. If you look at the lyrics, uh, kind of about the futility of life. And you know, I mean, when I'm calling my night to a close, sometimes you know, I'm thinking like, all right, well, um, <laughs> you know, great. Well, what was this all about? This was just a big empty exercise. It's kind of it's futile. I what I love about these songs is the contradiction between the beat and the lyrics because you have this sort of it starts like almost like kind of a pop 60s classic vibe yeah and you have this really upbeat song so you know kiss the sky i, I wouldn't i mean until you just told me i would never have listened to the lyrics carefully enough to really know what it was about i, I could actually even consider this an upbeat track like getting pumped up for the night but it's kind of a track you can end you, you can start and end on really yeah all right so we're in agreement about this one, about Kiss the Sky, Mary. You got your final song queued up? I do have my final song queued up. Anything you have to say? Before you kiss the sky? Before I kiss the sky? Before um, you kiss this guy? That's oh, me. this guy? Well, you're going to have one more track. I know. So, you know I'll, 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 I'll get you to talk to you. Alright. I'll let you talk to you. So here's, uh, here's my last track. Children's Orchestra doing a badass Smith's cover of What Difference Does It Make? And I love this track. I'll, I kind of want to hear your opinion on it before I go into it. So I've got a lot to say about the juxtaposition of elements here and why I think it's a great uh, nice I can't wait to track. hear about juxtaposition. Oh, I can't wait to talk about right. juxtaposition. Um, okay, so uh, Ebony Bones, um, what is very evident when you listen to her music is that she is blending punk elements and rap elements together in a not shitty way. Do you know what I mean? Right, which is hard to do. So hard. I mean, you, there are countless, 
examples of setting out on that path and ending up with something different, like Limp Biscuit, for example. <laughs> okay? And she set down on this path and she made like this is good. Like she's this is really great. I mean this is this is like a producer's dream. Do you know what I mean? It's like the sound is perfect. You're bringing in all these weird elements. You've got these whistles. You've got uh, pre-programmed drum beats. You've got singing, you know. She's got a great voice. I mean, she did attend theater school with Amy Winehouse. You know what I mean? Two ladies with great voices. Yeah, she's, uh, this track is great. She cites a lot of, um, like, Afrobeat music on top of, like, old school new wave punk music. And this is a perfect mix of the two. And you have kind of the eerie children's choir on top of this like super tight beat that goes back to a lot of stuff we were talking about. This does have like a horror kind of element to it. There's there's something terrifying about this track, which sort of makes it kind of a night track for me. But also you can groove to it and you can like chill out to it, or you can get fucked up to it, or per usual you can fuck to it. There's a kind of it, it's super multifaceted, yeah, this in my is, opinion, which, which is why I really love this track. And it definitely has that kind of raw night vibe that the last few tracks we've had for sure. Like some of them are, you know, the first couple tracks we started with, it's like getting ready, having fun. And now we're like digging into some intense psychological elements. Alright, calm down. Alright, I'm, I'm having a real music boner right now. Okay, so... We got one more track and it's yours and it's, we're going to be... It's mine, so before we play it, since we're going to play it on the way out, let me let me talk about this song real quick. So this, uh, to kind of, we were talking about, um, who was your, the Canadian rapper you played? Oh, it was uh, Sean Leon, or Leon, however you say his name. So I'm going to play another Canadian rapper, or rappers. These guys called Specifics, okay? They're from Montreal. Um, not a lot is known about them, okay? Not a lot is known about them. This song is called Under the Hood. It samples a kind of a jazz song called The Crimea River by a group called The Three Sounds. And it was produced by someone named Nujabis. I don't know who that is. Um, this is kind of like a hip hop traditionalist song. You know what I mean? You'll, you'll, when you hear it, it'll be like drum beat, uh, sample. Um, but it's a good vibe it's a good like you know you're hanging out on the porch you're playing music uh you know low tempo cool kind of hang sesh um you know let me just play it we'll see see what you think um it was this is a great uh, uh great second episode anything you want to plug uh, you can catch me at Ladylike next month at Cafe Mustache. That's some show where a bunch of broads tell stories about gross shit. I think that's July 17th at 8.30 and 10.30. You'll um, be perfect for that because you are gross. Yeah, I'm gross as shit. <laughs> if you want to backtrack and you feel like Googling us, we were just on WGN Radio with Justin Kaufman. That was super tight. We did a segment about things that were the worst. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, you can Google that and find it. It's pretty easy. Maybe we can put, I'll put it up on like our Facebook. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put a link up. Um, what else is there to plug? I don't know. Come with a dilemma. I said with an umbrella out my cellar. Come hang. Come hang, you know. If you want to get a slice, get a coffee. Yeah, you're on the south side. You want to get, you know, ice cream. Right, I love ice cream. I get ice cream all the time. I have a thousand dishes. It's great. Well, playing ourselves out then. Sure, sure. You want to keep talking and talking. Yes, instead of some soft shit, got a sweaty pair of breath mints. The stars be glowing. We spark weed holding hands in a gold. Be the
the cardio and stamina Top physical condition when I'm kissing Switching my footwork, I cook birds chicken She took off my cardigan, told me start again I'm getting more bad bitches than mad Martigan With no candles, R&B stanzas are glamorous clothes I rock no brand sandals I'm dealing with fans, you're dealing with manholes It's romance, and more porn than Sancho I never snuff lights, and having rough nights But I must live up to my rep right Touch ice, but my blood warm Snuff any nickname, when he gets semi-drunk It's a fuck storm, and some more couldn't hurt Mix up love and war like porn Rum in Pepsi, one for a skirt Yikes, but I just wanna get done nicely And yo, girl, your shirt's what enticed me Yo, I'ma do it like this Ask you if you love it so, if so, it's on And boo, if you love his flow, it's golden Yo, it's all good, what you running under the hood? Yo, I'ma do it like this Ask you if you love it so, if so, it's on And boo, if you love his flow, it's golden Yo, it's all good, what you running under the hood? Heard it through the grapevine This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture